Indianapolis Colts wide receiver Alec Pierce signed his rookie deal. It's a fait accompli that they do that. It's slotted. The amount of money is specifically indicated in the CBA. So it, this is not dramatic anymore. We remember when it was dramatic when a rookie signed. This is not dramatic. Alec Pierce in the fold. Two guys left unsigned. Jelani Woods and Bernard Ryman still need to sign their rookie deals. So there you go. I'm going to tell you why Matt Ryan is somebody to be bullish about in 2022. You look at the numbers and you see what he did in 21. Maybe you turn a little bit pessimistic. I'll tell you why that's not appropriate. Pacers, they got their chance tonight to become relevant again in central Indiana. We'll see if it happens. A draft lottery tonight, 8 o'clock. If the Pacers can move up, they are fifth right now. If they can move up to fourth, third, second, or first, they're going to get a guy in the top tier of the draft. Maybe Jaden Ivey will talk about the four guys that they might draft. Phil Mickelson screwed the pooch. He's not going to defend this week at the PGA. Uh, he took, it seems, the short cash. And when you take the short cash from the Saudis, they mean business. And you better hold your deal. Phil Mickelson appears to be in a position where he's got to do that. We don't know whether he took the cash. We do know that Jack Nicholas didn't. So they went to Greg Norman because Greg Norman's always going to take the cash, right? Cubs, they won last night, shut out the Pirates. That's a good thing. Wilson Contreras with a grand slam. And Miller Cubs got a skill, uh, skill clinic coming up later next month in Bloomington that uh, kids can sign up for and learn something from Miller Cops. So that's a really good thing. We'll have information about that too. This is Breakfast with Ken. What a long lead-in that was. That, that, that went on forever. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give them a call, 765-610-8809. They're the best. You got a problem with your plumbing? They got a solution for your plumbing. Uh, hit subscribe. Hit the like button. Ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. If you have a question of an urgent nature, donate. It will be answered immediately. This is what we promised. This is our display of adherence to the free enterprise system. All right, uh, like I said, Alec Pierce signed his deal. He's a 53rd overall pick, so there is a specific amount of money that is pooled toward his contract, and there you go. He's in the fold, and he's going to be, he is a necessary component for Matt Ryan to be successful this year. Uh, what, the, what the Colts have right now, they got Michael Pittman Jr. You know what you got in him. You've got Alec Pierce. You really don't know what you've got in him. And, and then you've got Paris Campbell, who's averaged five games played over his first three seasons as an NFL wide receiver. And then you've got a bunch of guys. No offense to Des Patman and Ashton Doolin and Michael Strawn and Kiki Kute, but it's a bunch of guys. Let's face it. If these were college recruits, they'd be three-star athletes. You know what I mean? At best in the NFL. And, and the Colts need better than that. And I'll tell you why. Because Matt Ryan requires tools to be able to go get the statistics he needs to keep his offenses moving down the field and keep them competitive. In 2021, not a great year for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, 375 of 560 for 3,968 yards, 12 touchdowns, or uh, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. This is very similar to the numbers that he put up 
in 2017, the year after he was the NFL MVP. That year, he was 342 for 529 for 4,095 yards, the exact same number of touchdowns, 20, the exact same number of interceptions, 12. Here's where, though. so the point of those two seasons is he bounced back in 2018. While the Falcons didn't win a lot of games in 2018, 19, 20, 21, Matt Ryan was still pretty good outside of 21. When you look at 21, you say, oof, what happened to this guy? He fell off a, a cliff statistically. Well, when you lose Julio Jones and you lose Calvin Ridley for the vast majority of the season, he played five games last year, you are going to see a drop-off in uh, air yards and in yards passing. That's just the way it is. Uh, he did not have the tools necessary to be competitive last year. Calvin Ridley, here's the thing. Calvin Ridley in 2020, 90 receptions, 1,374 yards. Uh, he, Calvin Ridley in 2020, intended air yards or yards prior to uh, the catch, 12.2 in 2020. So you look at... Uh, you look at Matt Ryan's yard intended air yards, and you see that it plummets from 2020 to 2021 from 8.5 yards per attempt to 7.1 yards per attempt. That tells you more not about Matt Ryan, but tells you more about his weapons, tells you more about the lack of weapons, the lack of Calvin Ridley, the lack of Julio Jones. Now, Julio Jones only played nine games in 2020, but in 2020, he caught 51 balls in those nine games for 771 yards. You remove both those guys because Jones, as we know, signed with the Tennessee Titans. You remove both those guys from the equation and add Cutterell Patterson to the equation, kind of catching balls out of the backfield a lot. Cutterell Patterson, uh, his yards before the catch per reception 3.1 only 3.1 cuz you're you're hitting him out of the backfield you're hitting him on swing passes you're hitting him on checkdowns you're trying to get the ball in his hands in space as often as possible you're not throwing the ball downfield to him so you remove two tools that are downfield threats every single down and you replace them with one guy in Patterson, who is not a downfield guy, right? He is an upfield guy. He's a guy you're hitting out of the backfield. That is going to cause a reduction in the meaningful metrics that show that a guy is capable of leading an offense in an electric way and in an efficient way and boosting those yards per attempt and the air yard statistics that we kind of look at to see how dynamic an offense is. Matt Ryan went from being dynamic in 2020 to being not dynamic in 2021. But that was because his weapons were not dynamic in 2021. Again, when you lose Julio Jones and you lose Calvin Ridley, you are going to lose your ability to stretch the field. And that's what happened with the Atlanta Falcons. It wasn't Matt Ryan. It was the weapons. What the Colts need to do is make sure 
that Matt Ryan has the weapons he needs to be able to operate that offense, the Colts offense, at a functional level. You've got to bump Carson Wentz's number from 6.9 yards per attempt up into the mid-sevens. Phillip Rivers, the year before Wentz came in, had a yards per attempt of 7.7. That works for the Colts. If they could get 7.7 yards per attempt out of Matt Ryan, they'd feel really good about it. No plan B as a receiver is kind of a tough way to go about their business. All right, only having Michael Pittman Jr. as a guy you can count on, absolutely count on, to provide downfield clearance and a target downfield, that's a tough That's a tough situation for Matt Ryan. But that has nothing to do with Matt Ryan. That has to do with weapons around him. And hopefully Alec Pierce, as a rookie, can become that kind of weapon. Hopefully he and Matt Ryan can strike up some kind of symbiotic relationship as a quarterback and receiver that makes him productive in a way that, I don't know, you look at T.Y. Hilton last year, you look at Paris Campbell, those guys couldn't stay healthy. Maybe Pierce can stay healthy. Maybe the tight ends can go get some fat numbers in a way that they didn't under Carson Wentz. Maybe that's a possibility. Maybe because Matt Ryan is not going to move around in the pocket all over the place and try to extend plays to his own detriment and the detriment of the offensive line. Maybe all of a sudden that offensive line in their pass protection looks really, really competent again. I think that there is a really good chance of that happening. I think Matt Ryan's going to come into Indianapolis and take full advantage of this change in scenery and he is going to help lift the weapons around him a little bit in the way that he was unable to last year with the Atlanta Falcons. Although I think that Patterson being a primary target last year was part of that equation. Those are the reasons I feel really good about Matt Ryan in 2022. Uh, The draft lottery tonight for the NBA. Interesting for the first time, really interesting for the Pacers in a long time. They are going to get... Uh, picks one through nine. They could land on any of those spots. You do the mock draft simulator, they wind uh, wind up at one just about 10.5% of the time because that is the percentage uh, they could wind up with the top overall pick. There are four guys in this draft, really in that elite level. You got Chet Holmgren, who is the very, very tall, very skinny guy out of Gonzaga. I don't like Gonzaga guys in the draft. I don't think you can trust them. I, I don't think you can point to what they did in that conference out on the West Coast and say, you know what, this is this is a guy whose game translates to the next level. You look at Adam Morrison, right? Uh, who's a guy from Gonzaga where you say, my God, that was other than John, John Stockton, right, from way back in the day. There's another one in there. there there's a guy... Uh, for Gonzaga, who's been relatively good in the NBA, but not a lot of them. It's not like every year Mark Few's graduating guys into the NBA and they're playing at an all-star level. They're not. So I I am way kind of gun-shy about Chet Holmgren. Uh, Paolo Banchero, can he shoot? That's the question. Jabari Smith can shoot. I take Jaden Ivey all day and twice on Sunday. Name the last time a big led a team to an NBA title. I'll wait for your answer. Name the last time a wing did it. It happens almost every year. 
you get a great wing, you got a chance to score points late. And when you can score points late, you got a chance to win, not just in the regular season, but in the postseason too. And that's what the Pacers need to focus on. One of the questions is, will Miles Turner be a part of this team? If Miles Turner is not, will there have ever been a guy in the history of the Pacers franchise to spend so much time here? He was drafted in 2015 with the 11th overall pick. So that's 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Seven years here in Indiana. And he has absolutely made no impact whatsoever culturally or athletically upon this franchise or this city. That is not easy to do. When he came out of Texas after that one year with the Longhorns and Rick Barnes, he said, not that he went, and I asked him, what, what are your goals? He didn't say championship banner, you know, glory to the state of Indiana, uh, any of that stuff. Hang a banner at, you know, Bankers Life Fieldhouse or whatever it was called then. Now it's Gainbridge Fieldhouse. He said, I want to be the CEO of my own company. Okay. Well, he's well on his way to getting that done. Um, we'll see what happens, but I'm taking Jaden Ivey. If I land one through four and Jaden Ivey's available, he is my guy in this draft period and a conversation. Miles Turner could be moved maybe to the Hornets for the 15th overall pick and some parts to match the money up. Uh, they could find a way into just outside the lottery with a deal with the Hornets. You see a a rumor from Bill Simmons saying, uh, how about this? How about uh, Duarte and Turner for DeAndre Ayton? Not thrilled with that. Why? Why? What is Ayton as a piece of the Pacers puzzle that would lead you to believe they're going to win a championship? He just got eliminated by uh, Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. Cubs, they won their third straight last night, 9-0. Eight-run first inning. Wilson Contreras with a grand slam. Wade Miley threw well for the Cubs. Uh, PGA Championship at Southern Hills. Phil, Mick Phil Mickelson not defending his title. Phil Mickelson is really screwed up. Look, so somebody offers you $100 or $125 million to go play nine events or do something with a live tour. I see why you might want to take that money, but don't you think that there are strings attached to that money when somebody offers you that much money? Jack Nicholas knows this. Look, if I'm a professional golfer, even one as accomplished as Phil Mickelson, I take my lead from Nicholas. Nicholas was offered, according to him, and I believe Jack Nicholas, $100 million to be the Greg Norman guy out in front of this live tour for the Saudis. And he turned it down. Why? Number one, he's not going to be able to spend all the money he's got. Number two, he understands that this is short cash and he never take the short cash. Phil Mickelson took short cash if he took this cash and you don't take short cash from the Saudis without living up to their expectations or, hello, bad things happen. Uh, I, I think he made a, a horrible mistake, terrible mistake, and nobody's going to give a damn about this live tour. Nobody. You want to go play? You want to go play against Lee Westwood and and Sergio Garcia? Good luck to you, Phil. Uh, I'll keep watching Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth and the guys on the PGA Tour. They talked to Ricky Fowler yesterday. Who gives a damn what Ricky Fowler does? When was the last time Ricky Fowler won a major? I'll wait for your answer. I'll give you the answer. The answer is never. 
He's irrelevant to professional golf except as a brand. Uh, Miller Cops School, Skills Clinic, June 26th, 5th through 8th graders. The girls are from 2 to 4. The boys are from 4 to 6. At the, it's at the Twin Lakes Rec Center in Bloomington, 50 bucks. This is one of those NIL initiatives. Miller's going to make a little money. The organizer's going to make a little money. And the kids are going to wind up being the winners because they get to spend time with a great guy and learn something about basketball. It's a cool deal. If you want your, your kid to love the game of basketball, put him or her around people who also love basketball. Easy. That's, that's the easiest thing ever. Um, birthdays. Randy Droughts, happy birthday. The great Keenan Barlow celebrating a birthday. Uh, Chris Cherry, happy birthday. Mark Reed, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That is best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, inside Indiana Sports Now, we continue to dig deep into the Colts because it's what we do in the month of May. Let's go.